the wild card recap and MLK double Monday bombs edition of the bottom line bombs of sports game podcast numbers brought to you by hall of fame bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays. Play- uh, download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by cut cuts, a peer to peer social betting platform to us based legal and legal in 40 States. Edcut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com and promo code SGPN for 10% deposit bonus. Also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. 15% off everything when you use promo code playoffs. And now with that, I will start a theme song from the box. Literally from the box because I'm on home. To the bottom line, bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. That's scary. Uh, also known as the Bet Detective. Also, so welcome, C. Generates. It is here, Martin Luther King Day. Monday, I am home from the box, from my other box. I'm in my uh, big job gear because I am paying tribute like other companies with an empty gesture for one of the greatest civil rights leader of all time. Um, by staying home. Anyway, I'm glad I could join us. I was a little, I'm actually a little under the weather as well. So I want to apologize if I come across. Right now I'm, uh, I'm blasting through it. Uh, but it would be reckless to bring this into the studio out in Eagle Rock or anywhere else. I, 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 in retrospect, I was a little reckless myself with my behavior. I felt something coming down, and then I went and um, I tailgated at the Kansas City Chiefs game, camped out overnight. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and the weather was also twenty twenty below. Uh, then I helped volunteer shirtless shovel at Buffalo. What the fuck is going on there? We have two games today. We have war. We'll recap all the four wild card games uh, that happened, and then we have two today. It should have been three and three. Now it's two, two, and two because of a weather push. So whatever, it happens. Um, in the Buffalo game, it's about to kick off. So I'll give out. I'll give out some live bombs. Ah, live bombs. Bombs now for the live listeners who are listening. I see the chat room is a little bit, a little bit lit. Um, because the Buffalo Steeler game is kicking off soon, so we should we should probably get to that. And then the then the Eagles Tampa Bay game is tonight later. I'm in my big Dom gear. I got my big Dom hat. There we can see that. Oh, wrong way. The Italian flag. He's back. He's back on the sidelines tonight. That fucking Dago. Anyway, um, we'll get to that. Let's get right to that Buffalo game though. Because that's happening soon, like in 45 minutes. It's minus 10, 38 and a half. We gave it out on last week. We had the under 35 because it was going to be 60 mile an hour crosswinds. And now it's a little bit different. They pushed it to Monday. It's still going to be windy. It's still going to be cold. We're acting like, ah, it's going to be sunny and fine. It's 38 and a half. I still like, I still like Pittsburgh plus 10. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give out Pittsburgh plus 10. 
Careful, see generous. Here comes the at-home bomb noise. It's a little startling. Jesus. I forgot how startling that was. Anyway, Steelers <laughs> plus 10. Uh, because, it, ironically, the, the Bills are not built for Buffalo. They're not a great running team. They don't stop the run. I mean, that's the kind of game, that's the kind of game you need to play in this cold weather. Now, there's a lot of talk that they should have a dome every year. It seems like every year now, Buffalo has to postpone a playoff game or move it around, move it to a different city because it's too dangerous. It's just too dangerous. Like, well, we need the safety of the fans. And then the, a funny thing online is where they cut to all the Buffalo Bills fans who jump off into flaming tables and they're drunk. because they're Yeah, you're right. We don't need safety for those fans. That's not what they're talking about. They're talking about actual human beings moving around the city. Like, it is a, it's a fucking, it's like Siberia up there. So they're like, well, the new team should have a dome. Like, no, they need football weather. Okay, there's a difference between football weather with autumn leaves and Christmas and hot cocoa in Siberia. What Buffalo has every year. It's like fucking Empire Strikes Back. Josh Allen is uh, burrowing himself inside one of those, uh, I don't know, what were they called? Not llamas, but Lakamakas. Those things, whatever. Anyway. Uh, my box and bit box and bits are a little even colder now. I'm sick and then I'm just staring right at my face. Not even in the studio. I'm just staring right at my face, which is like getting a haircut, which I hate. The reason why I don't get a haircut is because you got mostly is because you got to stare at your face the entire time in the mirror with that toilet paper around your throat and that tarp, and it's just your head floating in a place of business as a guy spins you around. I'm like, Jesus, is that what I look like? You got a straight razor back there? Can you go ahead and slit my throat while you're up? Anyway. Um, Tantans. Thank you, Bill Cruz. Bill Cruz. Tantans or Tantans. What are Tantans? <laughs> Who does an impression of that? Bill Hader does an impression of that? Of course he does. He's the master of impressions. Tantans. Right. Josh Allen needs to be sleeping in a Tantan today. <laughs> Speaking of Josh Allen, I love his rushing over attempts today. Eight and a half. That you can lock it in. Lock in and get ready for this, uh, C. Generous, because we got another bomb noise. We're bombing Josh Allen over eight and a half rushing attempts. Hold your ears! Good God. Um, <laughs> he will have that easily. They, they've been running the ball anyway, let alone in this weather. And now Gabe, Gabe Davis is out of the game. I just don't see too much throwing. There. Too much throwing going on, except. To Dalton Kincaid. I will like him. Over 34 and a half receiving yards. All right. Go ahead. Well, I'll go ahead and shotgun blast that one. Bye. That's Dalton Kincaid over 34 and a half. Josh Allen over nine and a half rush. I like also like Najee Harris over 56 and a half rushing yards. Those are all the Buffalo Steeler bombs and Steelers plus 10. Just because I said they're not built for it. Um, but those fans, the fans there, right? They'll be fine. They were shoveling the game. You imagine that volunteering is shoveling. They get. They, I mean, the, the weather they get up there in Buffalo is just extreme. Last year was thunder snow. Remember that they called it thunder snow. They they moved the game to Detroit in the dome. Pardon me. Um, they always have to name the snows nowadays. Like, it's a fun apocalypse movie from the 90s. Thunder, snow, and snowmageddon. Snowpocalypse. 
That's a good band name. Thunder Snow. Those are for people who think um, those are people who think that snow's fun. Snow's not fun. This is just a just a, a word to the watch. I know I'm here in Los Angeles. That's one of the reasons why I'm here in Los Angeles now. To avoid the miserable snow and cold I've lived with my entire life. Grew up in the East Coast, then in Chicago for a while. Snow is pain. Throwing it. That's why those guys shoveling at Buffalo. Oh my God. It hurts your back. It hurts everything. Everything about snow is just painful. It's shriveling and shriverous. Captain Sato, welcome to the, to the chat. My man dropping bombs. I did. I dropped four bombs on that Steelers-Bills game. Then I'll get to the Eagles game in a second. Wobbly Rooster with a fuck the Cowboys. Oh, trust me. We'll get to that. What a fun day that was. Absolute hilarious fun day. The Cowboys, just they, they come up with different ways. They come up with different ways to be to entertain us, and they did that. So anyway, that's our uh, Buffalo talk. That's enough of that. Um. Can the Steelers win it? Who knows? Who knows when it comes to, when it comes to the weather in those situations? I would imagine Mason Rudolph can't get it done, but we'll see. I, I'll definitely take the points with Pittsburgh plus that. It'll be a tight game. I think it'll be a tight game. It better be a tight game. But those games this weekend really were not tight, except for the last one. Uh, and then tonight, we have Eagles-Tampa Bay. Philly minus three. Over-under still 43. I love the under in this game. Philadelphia 43. Uh, Tampa Bay. Let me bomb that. Uh, this is another bomb. Hold your noise. I'm going to take Tampa Bay plus three. The Eagles are an absolute fucking disaster right now. I got my Big Dom outfit. Big Dom's making his return to the sidelines. You don't hold Big Dom down for too long. All right? You slap the Niner guy around. The ref. The ref had to get his nose in the beat. Listen, we were fine. So the ref started flagging and kicking people out. We were just set on business. You know, I do, I do sideline security and other things. Fucking Big Dom. The Eagles haven't won since Big I mean, they won one game. They've won one game since the whole Big Dom situation. Italians are ruining this Eagle season. The Eagles, all right, the Eagles are one of the worst teams in the league right now. But somehow they have, they have a path. As a matter of fact, Philly and Tampa Bay have a path here, which I'm going to get to in a second. Um. Big time these Italians. The Eagles do this every fucking year. Then they put out a hype video, and the hype video always revolves around Rocky and getting back up, and everyone thinks you're down. And they did it this time now, and everyone's just like, all the Philly fans are like, all right, fuck off. Read the room. We don't – enough of this. Just win, all right? Dude, stop telling – stop trying to get us all fired up with this bullshit about, oh, the storm makes your character, and, oh, the Dagos can get up off the mat, and, oh, the guinea goom wop wop It's not how you get hit. It's how you hit them back, and you – Shut the fuck up with these goddamn Italian moxies. Win a football game. Stop somebody. How about that? Why about you stop somebody, Big Dom? Get out in the field, you mop. Anyway, but the problem is, I mean, both teams are a mess right now. Tampa Bay, home playoff game. Baker Mayfield uh, apparently is being sewn together as we speak. He has limbs falling off. They needed to win last week at Carolina, and they scored nine points. They won nine nothing, but they scored nine points. The week before they needed to win at home versus New Orleans, they lost 27 to nothing. So they scored nine points in two weeks. They're not good either. 
But the Eagles are also not good. They're just a mess. You got A.J. Brown, who got hurt in the Giants game for no reason. There was no reason to play starters in that game. But like, ah, you know, you can get hurt just like, like you say. You can get hurt crossing the street. Yeah, you can. He's not, though. He's not going to get hurt crossing the street. He's A.J. Brown. And first of all, his street is gated off. I said this before. A.J. Brown was more likely to get hurt in Ukraine in a war zone. Less likely, I mean, than he was at MetLife Stadium. For a football injury now. Now, could he get, now could he get shot and kicked? Sure, that might, that's more likely in a war zone. But as far as like hurting your knee so you can't play a football game, that's much more likely to happen at MetLife Stadium than it was in the Ukraine war zone. So there was no reason to play Eagle starters last week. And now A.J. Brown's hurt. He's deleting shit from Instagram. I, can't, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's a reverse thing. Who knows what the fuck that is. Uh, but as far as bombs go, we're going to go, because there's no A.J. Brown, and there, there's a talk, DeAndre Swift, over rushing yards, it's 61 and a half. I mean, that is just absolute, that's going to be absolute serious. DeAndre Swift had his greatest, best game of the year this year when he played Tampa Bay in the Monday night game earlier in the season when the Eagles did dominate. Um, so we'll give DeAndre Swift over 61 and a half yards. Bomb that. <laughs> Like Mike Evans over 65 and a half yards. It's so, I mean, how, how can you? Where's that Eagle secondary with Matt Patricia calling plays and dropping back nose guards to coverage? I mean, Jesus. So we'll go Mike Evans, DeAndre Swift, and Tampa Bay plus three. Those are my three bombs for that game. Um, listen, I hope the Eagles win. I'm an Eagles fan. I got my big damn gear, but I'm I'm but I'm also sick of them. I also want them done with. I also don't want them to get smoked at now. That is interesting though. The winner of this game goes to Detroit next Sunday. They'll be on a short week because they're playing on a Monday night. But who knows? Detroit, I mean, Detroit, <laughs> Detroit just acted like they got back from the war last night after winning a first playoff game in a century or something, whatever the hell it was. I mean, my God, they're kissing in the streets. So they could have an enormous letdown week last week. That's why I kind of like, if you like Tampa Bay to win tonight, which they easily could, and then getting an upset in Detroit, And maybe Jordan Love does some Jordan Love things in San Francisco. Next thing you know, Tampa Bay is hosting the NFC Championship game versus the Packers. Give me Tampa Bay 25-1 to to win the NFC for the worst Super Bowl representative since the Chargers in 94 and Stan Humphreys. Bomb that. <laughs> I do. I sprinkled a little on Tampa Bay NFC just because I see a path for him. The the Eagles, I mean, Eagles as well, I guess they could host Green Bay. I mean, it all it all depends on Green Bay beating San Francisco, which I don't I don't think is out of the realm the way Green Bay looked yesterday. Anyway. All right, let me do a quick read, and we'll come back. We'll recap the games that happened right there, and we'll also do a man in the box about things that have happened over the weekend. About Martin Luther King, of course. But first, speak. Oh, man, this is a bad, this is a bad segue. Speaking of the King, how about DraftKings? Martin Luther King <laughs> would have been, would have been uh, uh, yeah, I should even finish that sentence. All right. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer to help make you play, to make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Um, DraftKings Sportsbook has the uh, Steelers line of 10. Take the Steelers plus 10. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbooks with code SGP. The crown is yours. Get ready for this, degenerates. Do you have a gambling problem? You, you probably do. You're listening to my show on Martin Luther King Day on a network called the Sports Given Podcast Network. You probably have a gambling problem. But that's fine. You're not all problems need fixed. But if you think it does need fixed, maybe your friend does, you call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, you call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Avoid in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming sources. All right. We are back. I should have put I should have put the thing. I just realized I should have put the banner up, right? Do I have a uh, bet, Kings? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. I, I ruined that thing as much as I could. <laughs> that was a great segue, though, wasn't it, Degenerates? From Martin Luther King to Draft Kings. I mean, I think he'd be proud of that. That was part of his dream to have sport legalized sports gambling in all 50 states. Oh boy. Michael Buble. Uh Socrates. Socrates. Fukazi says Packers moneyline bomb against the Niners. Whoa, whoa, let's slow down. Let's slow down with that. All my pick, all my divisional round picks will be on my Thursday show, of course, which is live at noon, part of the C block. We do that Monday and Thursday live. Um, thank you, everyone who is watching now on YouTube live. I, I realize I get some YouTube listeners that they're, they're 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 loading up even more. Although if you're subscribed to the podcast, love that too. The bottom line bounce with CJ Sullivan, separate feed than the NFL and SGP, please. Although, because I know some people still listen to me solely on the NFL one. I know that because I got I got a review the other day. It, it, and that it had a good, it had a, a bad review, um, which I don't mind. But it was a review on the uh, on the NFL page in general. Just said, um, "You guys need more, you know, timestamps or chapters," which is a hilarious uh, criticism, by the way. So I don't have to listen to your show and I go right to your picks. And I don't have to listen to all this bullshit. I need to chat time chapters. And then it said, "Especially Sullivan," which I love. Especially Sullivan. I want that to be a merch T-shirt. Speaking of merch t-shirt, go to the SGPN merch store all month long. Promo code playoffs for 15% off. Get a bet detective or a man in a box or especially Sullivan. <laughs> but it said especially Sullivan. What is this? Open mic night with the bits? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> open mic night. It is an open mic. Literally. Open mic in a man box. Anyway. All right. Let's go, let's go through the games real quick. Uh, Houston-Cleveland was the first game. This was the most uh, whatever game. This is there's always one game in the in the weekend where you're like whatever, just get it, just just have it done, simulate it, whatever. This is even real. The color scheme was gross. It was early, the early Saturday game. I was excited for it. Texans blew them out. Uh, Stroud was awesome. Uh, Flacco, oh my lord, Joe Flacco, I love him. He's the best. He, he he convinced us all that he was back, and then he real then we realized, oh yeah, he is back. He's he's Joe Flacco back, and he's going back to the couch now. He throws he threw amazing interceptions. 
just the what the why the hell not interceptions. And he's the most unfazed quarterback by interceptions. That's that's where you see the true leadership and set and veteranship of Joe Flacco. He throws this one pick six, like an 80-yard pick six. He just looks up. He they always show, they show him slow motion jogging, but jogging to the sidelines, looking up. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right. 31-14. All right. Okay. I still got some time. Next possession, pick six, Look, another jo- jogging, looking up, all right, 38-14. That's uh, a little worse, a little worse. It's getting a little closer, a little, a little run out of time. Another interception. All right, 56-4. Well, I don't know what's going on anymore. Why Why do they still have me quarterbacking? I'm Joe fucking Flacco. I've been, I've been 39 for the last 15 years. They said he just turned 39. How, what? I thought he'd be 52. How is Joe Flacco just turning 39 now? Anyway. So that was that game. That was the first game. Um, <laughs> Welcome more people to the chat room. Thank you very much, Captain. Uh, ML says happy MLK Day. I'll get to the MLK Day. Thank you very much, ML. Um, at, the, at the end of the Man in the Box segment, of course. Uh Captain Sano's Miami Dolphins, you are up next. Your last win playoff was in 2000. Serial is not in here. Serial, the Dallas Cowboy fan. We, we do need to do a, a, <laughs> a health check on Serial. Um, Captain Sano, your Miami Dolphins never had a chance. That Kansas City game, which, which by the way, see Jenners, we're... we're, we're Weren't you guys glad to be a part of history of the history of Peacock streaming, the most streamed event ever? What the? F- <laughs> Mike Tirico did this video. Yes, NBC does this video, like patting themselves on the back for the Peacock streaming. First of all, they promote it. Be a part of it. Be a part of history. What? The most streamed live event ever. What's that even mean? What? What other event did you have to pay for a shitty app? To, to stream, I have a stream. That's what Martin Luther King wanted. Martin Luther King wanted everyone to sign up for an individual five ninety nine package to watch the Dolphins be frozen and Taylor Swift to do uh, swag surfing in her suites. What a party! I have a stream. Um. <laughs> now I'm getting all McAfee. Uh, the Dolphins just looked cold in their uniform. Their uniforms look cold. The light blue, like everything's so beach about them. The white and the blue it looks like their pants were soaked. You know what I mean? And um, everything just looked fucking cold about them. I get it. Tua, I feel bad for Tua. Today, they act like two is the worst quarterback in the league. He didn't. He didn't look great. I'll, I'll give him that. But he had a fine year. He has a lot of weapons. It's just. A, it's just the left-handedness of him, and he does drift back a lot. I do have a problem with uh, Tiska with with Tua. I gave out on a prop show. I don't know if you guys uh, ch- checked that in. Check checked in on that. But I gave out a Tua over rushing prop. 25 and a half yards. It was 42 to 1. It was a midweek. Uh, Thursday night, I gave it out. That's what it was about online. Now, since it came down a bit, and a lot of the C generates, a lot of people got it at 24 and a half. 
which is good because Tua actually finished with 25 rushing yards, which he, which is a season high, obviously. My analysis was it's going to be cold. He might have to run, whatever, playoff game. And he did. But he actually, it was amazing. One run, it was like third and five. He could have at least tried to put his head down for the first down. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good for three yards. That's it. I'm going to go down here. And then one, like, he was running. He had 12 yards. His last one, all he needed was one more yard, and he made a Forrest Gump 90-degree turn towards the sideline. Like, he knew that was the number for no goddamn reason. He could have picked up, like, five more yards if he wanted to. Like, nope, that's it. I'm done running from here. <laughs> Ronnie Pascoe, welcome to the chop. Says he's waking up from his lunchtime nap. That's all right, Ronnie Pascoe. Welcome. <laughs> Captain Insano says, you're true. McDaniels capris equals no chance. I know. What is up with Mike McDaniels and those ankle capris? He gives off such recovery energy. You know what I mean? That's the thing with Mike McDaniels. You could tell he's an AA guy. He's just like, you know, he's just got a new the new charge on life. So everything, every choice he makes is about, you know, just his love and life, the Capri pants, the, the quirp, the sarcastic quirps, the ping pong table. Shut the Fuck up, Mike McDaniels. Good Lord with this fucking stretch sprint offense. But yeah, they just had no chance. And Tyreek Hill caught, actually caught a bomb for a touchdown, but like, yeah, that's it. He's just never, it's just never going to happen again. That was, you're watching the game and the Chiefs didn't look great at all. Mahomes, I mean, whatever. Mahomes threw like 10 yard pass. Like, none of them really looked great. How funny was that though when, when his helmet uh, snapped? Snapped off, or whatever. A piece of a piece of his piece of Mahomes' helmet tore off, and then the ref stopped the game so he can get a new helmet. What? They don't have to waste a timeout. He doesn't have to come out. Nothing. No, no. Sorry, guys. It's Patrick Mahomes, and he can have all of us fired if he wanted to. So we're going to stop the game. As a matter of fact, uh, can someone look around for that piece of helmet? We're going to put that on eBay later. That's not important. The important part is, of course, the Chiefs won, and they made, and we made Peacock history, streaming history. Way to be a part of it, guys. There's show shots. Like the bars had, like, regular games on. Everyone's just watching on their phones. <laughs> the NFL is the absolute fucking worst. It seems like propaganda. It seems like futuristic propaganda. Like, that video, I want to thank, thanking Roger Goodell. What are you... And then um, Taylor Swift doing the the surfing swag thing in the booth. I didn't mind that, to be honest with you. They're showing that uh, Twitter's showing that online. Like, oh God, NFL's unwatchable. Tony Dungy said this is why NFL fans are disenfranchised. Wait, are they? Tony Dungy, what are you talking about? NFL fans are disenfranchised. Then how, how come their ratings are in the billions? Or money's in the billions. The ratings are fucking ten times anything else. Anyway, but they hate Taylor Swift. I get it. It's not just Taylor Swift. It's fun. that whole booth. I like Taylor. Swift. I don't mind Taylor Swift. Whatever. I don't hate Taylor Swift. I don't like her. Either way. Um, oh, and the jacket. Kyle Jusenik's wife made her this jacket that said Kelsey. The first of all, the jacket looked like shit. Okay, not a fashionista or anything, but like they're what a jacket. And Chris Sims was like, only Taylor Swift can call Nike and say, hey, can you get me a jacket that says 87 Kelsey on it? And they get it for her. 
Actually, no, I'm sure a lot of people could do that. You could do that, Chris Sims. You're on TV. Matter of fact, any fan could do it probably. They probably have custom order. There's probably a link. It's called advertising. But it turns out there's uh, the San Francisco 49ers fullback's wife makes coats. Great. Yeah, I would never wear that fucking coat, even if I was a Travis Kelsey fan. Anyway, and I'm sure that really hurts their business that the man in the box would not wear that coat. But Big Dom, if you give me a Big Dom jacket, maybe I'll wear that. You know what? I want to call Kyle Juznik's wife. You know what I mean? Maybe I was a little too harsh. You give me a Big Dom jacket. You give me a fucking uh, downtrodden Dago. A down, a down, down quilt, Dago. Eric Acosta, welcome to the stream. He says, where are the list of reasons fans are disenfranchised as horrible quarterback play? <laughs> I mean, speaking of which, do we have time for that? Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into the, I mean, there was a lot of bad quarterback. There was some good quarterback play. Speaking of bad quarterback play, you have Dak Prescott. And now we get to the point of the show. We've been waiting for a lot of the commenters up here, including Wobbly Rooster. I'll put your comment back up there. Fuck the Cowboys. And what and easily the most satisfying game of the weekend. Green Bay absolutely beating the brakes off the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, I know everyone likes to clown on the Cowboys, how they do bad in the playoffs, but they never do it like that. It's never been like that. Ever. That was amazing. Prescott was awful. The defense was even worse. There was like, it was there was they were showing highlights of these like you know, whatever Dobbs and Kincaid. It's like when those when they show highlights like on ESPN and they in they do the telestrator where they erase all the defenders from the screen, so you can see the route. Like okay, and this guy goes there, and this guy comes up here, you know. And but they were there that that was the actual play. Like there wasn't people within forty yards of these guys. How I don't even know if it was possible. So everyone, an American pastime is everyone loving the Cowboys losing in the playoffs. Then you get the videos. You get this. I mean, these, you get Stephen A. Smith. People are like, oh, wait, do you see what he does on first take? And Skip Bayless, he did, he shot some stupid video where he throws his Cowboy jerseys in the trash can. If you haven't seen it, now it's for, it's for Todd. It's, it's for entertaining toddlers, basically. But we put up with it because, that's how much we hate the Cowboys, you know. It's like this is so stupid. Why are why do why do these two people make a hundred million dollars? But the Cowboys are that bet that we love hating the Cowboys so much that we don't care. But if you see the Skip Bayless video, it's kind of funny because he has a he has one of those smart trash cans, you know. So he opens up the lid and he goes to throw his Micah Parsons jersey away, and the lid keeps shutting on it. It's like. <laughs> And he has like this Abbott and Costello routine with his smart trash can shutting the lid on his jersey. He has to keep opening it up manually, physically. It doesn't work. It's so it's such a fake staged video by an elder. He's an elderly man trying to shoot a viral video. Incredible. You hear a clap before the video starts, and it's his his poor wife who's holding the camera, telling her he's ready to go. You know, to start start doing your fake imperial march in a kitchen garbage can. Anyway, so the Packers destroyed Green Bay. Um, Dak was bad, so he wasn't at the end. We we also what did we do here? 
And we went one on one in Houston. We had we had Cleveland, which was a loss, but we had the over. We did sweep Kansas City in the under two and zero, and we went one on one. We I took Dallas, but I took the over as well. The over was never a problem. Um, what's funny was like that waiting for Jerry Jones afterwards. There wasn't there wasn't enough Jerry Jones booth shots for me. I wanted more of that. I needed more of that porn. Cowboy fans crying porn that whatever that gets old to me. I want more Jerry Jones billionaire upset porn, you know. Cause nowadays you get the video fan videos online. They all seem staged too. Is everyone fucking recording themselves watching football now? I don't understand. <laughs> it's all like here's cowboy fans watching the pick six. Like, what are you doing? You're setting up a film studio to watch a fucking game. There's a lot. Anyway, uh, but the best is this whole Jerry Jones situation because now the media is kind of upset with him that he hasn't fired Mike McCarthy yet. And like, that's the storyline. Like, Jerry Jones refuses to fire Mike McCarthy the second the game ends. This is a joke. We're here waiting for him to have a nice sound bite. And here he is playing with us. We all know you're going to fire him, Jerry. Let's do this live and have fun with it. It's almost getting to a point where Jones. I, can, I mean, he won't. He's going to fire him. He's going to fire McCarthy. He has to. But it, I could see him, like, just not doing it for a while just to piss off the media because he doesn't want to be – he doesn't want to act like I do what you guys tell me to do. Other than that, I mean, yeah, he has to fire him. But if he gets bullied into hiring Bill Belichick, that'd be amazing. What a horrible, horrible combination that would be. But it'd be hilarious. <laughs> just the fucking the the press shoots that he does the cowboy cheerleaders and Belichick oh man that would be so great but yeah now we got cowboy fans throwing shit away burning they are the most obnoxious they're the worst people I mean they, the reason why we all get together because the cowboy fans are collectively the worst people in the world they're not the worst fans like Philly fans I'll, I'll admit we're worst fan we're worst fans as far as that goes, but no one's a worse person than the cowboy fans <laughs> because they're like the guy in your office, and no matter what town you live in, they're just the asshole. They they call them America's team. They're the assholes team. That's what they are because there's always a cowboy fan in your office no matter what town you live in, and that guy's an asshole, and he does it just to be an asshole because they were never winners. He was a fucking front runner. They're a front runner. Front runners are assholes. Contrarians are assholes. So you can live in Green Bay and there's a cowboy fan. No matter where you live, Virginia, no matter where you live, there's a cowboy fan. They're the worst people in that town and in your office. So then they, they film these videos now. I mean, it's amazing how many fan videos I was just watching live. I miss the days when you wouldn't you'd find out, you know, later on, a couple days later, that some redneck shot you know, their brother or son over the Cowboys game, you know, some drunken gun mishap. That's how you reacted to a game in my day. You didn't shoot a video and throw your damn jersey in the trash can and some ceremonious thing for clicks. You shot someone in the gut with a gun because you were drunk off a of Lone Star beer. and, uh, and... Anyway. It was a happy day. Green Bay looked incredible. You have to say Green Bay looked incredible. Uh, Jordan Love looked awesome. Uh, Aaron Jones looked great. 
I, I had an amazing, amazing day with that game. I had, I almost got swept with, with, I mean, every over you could have played in that game hit, except for the ones I bet on. I had Jaden Reed. He had zero catches somehow. Somehow the Packers scored like what, 48 points? Jaden Reed had zero fucking catches. She's Louise. Oh, what else did I have? I had, Aaron jo- I had Aaron Jones receiving yards. Why? Why? I don't know. I thought they were going to be down, so he he doesn't get any of those. He gets all the rushing yards, though. <laughs> Costa says, the I've never been a Texas Cowboy fan is the worst of all. For sure. And not only have they never been to Texas, it's their their dream to go to Texas, the Jerry, the Jerry dream and the Jerry world. And they talk about it like their vacation. You know, I mean, okay. It's a very, that's a very achievable vacation. One day. I hope I love it. One day. I hope to make it to Dallas. Yeah. That's an achievable dream. You could, you could do that. Very easily. They can put up or, you know, orbits could put a package together for you. If you, if you really wanted to do that. Ronnie Pasco says Jimmy Johnson's halftime speech was hilarious. I know. And what's even funnier about that is that people think he should be the coach because of that. We're going to play with pace defense. Defense, go get the quarterback. Go get Jordan Love. And we're going to win this thing. Strand fucking rips his pants going down the three-point stance. All right. They're TV actors. That's what they are. Although, I did hear, the, I did hear this. Did, did, did the, uh, if Jerry Jones never fired Jimmy Johnson, they would have won 10 Super Bowls, which I think, yeah, I think it's a rough number. <laughs> I think it's a bit of an overstatement since he did go to Miami afterwards and won none. But, uh, yeah, for sure. They've never, reco- they've never recovered. Even though they won a Super Bowl with Switzer, they never recovered from getting rid of Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson getting paid more than both, more than McCarthy. And Dak. How about when Dak, how about when Dak came out today? This was funny. Dak Prescott came out, and then I got to go to a quick ad read. Then I'll get to the Rams game and then do some man in the box. Um, Dak Prescott, I forget what his quote today. What He was talking about, uh, what do you think about Mike McCarthy? And he endorsed him. And he's like, listen, if you don't like Mike McCarthy, then you don't like me. Because his success is my success. We're intertwined. His offense is why I was able to do what I could do. And we're all like, uh, yeah, right. Uh, I got news for you, Dak. We don't like you. We don't want either of you. So, yeah, I think I think he hit it right on the head. So, so we're in agreement then. All right, perfect. All right, great. Um, so, wow, we thought this was gonna be harder than uh, than that, right? We thought this was gonna be very emotional and uh, have to explain this, but no, it seems like you get it. You understand. Uh, you're both terrible, and uh, you got to go. So, there we go. Hilarious. If you don't like him, then you don't like me. Yeah, Dak, we don't. We we, we watched the game yesterday. We did did not like you either. We don't like the coach, and we don't like the quarterback. I do feel bad for Dak. I do. Because he's such a good guy. He's my favorite Cowboy quarterback because um, he's a good guy. He's not good enough to be good, and they can't get rid of him for some reason. <laughs> and he has to stay there, so he makes him uh, 
He makes it mediocre. Anyway, all right. Let's go back to uh, an ad read, then I'll come back. I'll do the Stafford game, then we'll do some uh, man in the box. All right. Cut. Oh, this is this is fun. I got to tell you about cut. the. Uh, do I have a picture for that? I should put up a picture. I'm just going to look at my big Dom face. I should have thought of this beforehand. I did not. But Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that the U.S. based and legal in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events. Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable ads. Create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for money. That's important. You get rewards, you get cash back. Reminder, Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform the U.S. based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. So that's fun. So if you want to bet me against the Eagles game tonight, you know, you want to take Tampa Bay, or I'll take Tampa Bay because I think the Eagles are going to fucking lose. Um, but yeah, you do peer-to-peer bet. And it's a cut because there's nothing worse, you know. You're betting a friend, then you got to, then you want to sweat him for money because a bet's a bet, but you also don't want to take your friend's money, so you let this app take care of it. Because there's nothing worse, also, when someone owes you money, your friend owes you money, and then you're out gallivanting, they're on Instagram, going on vacations, and showing off their new shoes. <laughs> oh, looks like someone uh, had a good time at BW3 the other night. Interesting. Guess that 40 bucks never came up, or maybe it did. Looks like you got $40 worth of wings right there. Anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. What else do we have here? Um, prize picks. Let me, this one I know I have a thing for. Hold on. Prize picks I know I have a thing for. Maybe I think. Maybe I don't. Yes, I do. Prize picks. Bang. Look at that. There it is. That's professional. Prize picks. Is a fantasy sports done right? Done right. Um, I got to share my personal. I'm never good with this fucking read. Price picks doc. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. That's what I was going to say. This is so so you can watch the games. You can just do daily. You pick higher or lower for who you're going to like. Like to, like tonight's game, we like higher DeAndre Swift 60, 64 and a half rushing yards. We like higher Mike Evans sixty one and a half receiving yards. You could cross it with uh. Well, I guess the Buffalo game is about to kick off, but give me Josh Allen higher than eight and a half rushing attempts. That's going to be easy. You can cross sports with basketball because they're playing today on Martin Luther King Day. I'll get to that in a second. Um, you know, you can cross sports. You do LeBron James and Travis Kelsey and combo. You can, do all, you can do all kinds of stuff. What you do, though, is you go to prizepicks.com. Backslash SGPN, use code SGPN for first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com. Backslash SGPN, code SGPN, prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. I got I got one for this one, too. Hold on there, C-Generates. Boom, Hall of Fame Bets. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and code use. Use code SGPM to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Also, the SGPN merch store. I got to talk to you about that as well. I don't know if I have a thing for that, but I'll just talk to you. I'll, I'll just talk to you straight on. 15% off everything in the store now at the end of the month. Promo code playoffs. 
Now we're I'm we're competing, I guess. SGPN is doing a competition, a merch store competition for the month of January. So I guess I get something out of it. So if you go to the merch store, this is like my this may sound Girl Scout cookies. Just tell me, I'll buy them for you. You think Girl Scouts do that with rich parents? They they buy all the cookies. Some do, some don't. Eric Acosta could help me out. That his daughter, his daughter ran an empire with Girl Scout cookies. She was, she was like on fucking. She was like Barbara from Shark Tank for God's sakes. Anyway, uh, she'd hit you up in her Super Bowl. But their whole day, the whole Super Bowl party was a racket for her Girl Scout cookies. She was, she was amazing. Anyway, um, but SGPN merch store fifty playoffs fifty percent off. You can get a man in a box shirt. You can get a uh, vet detective shirt. Bottom line bomb shirt. Other stuff too, mugs and all kinds of things. Shop around, look around there. Um, I gotta get a big dime. Do we have a big dime? Fucking free dime. How did your day go? Italians have ruined Eagle season. How about that one? Can we get that one going? Anyway, all right, we're back. Oh man, the show's going a little longer than I thought it would. Usually, when I'm at home alone in the box, it doesn't go as well. Uh, thank you everyone for watching on YouTube. I get to that before I wrap up this to get to the, to the home stretch of the show here. Uh, make sure you hit the thumbs up, please, on the like button just to get the I don't even know if it does anything, but they tell me to say that. <laughs> but I appreciate I definitely appreciate all the live commentaries. It keeps the show going. Um, and subscribe, of course, subscribe. Um to the podcast itself, that helps. That I know helps. iTunes and Spotify. Bottom line bonds with CJ Sullivan. It's own separate feed as well. From I know if you're listening from the NFL feed or the SGPN feed, I get it. I appreciate it. But once this football season's over with, you know, my show keeps going. And you're going to want to see where the hell did he go? That's where I am. That's where I am. That's where I went. Wobbly Rooster says Mike McDaniels being a lifelong friend with Dan Soder is crazy to me. Yeah, there's always those weird young. Well, that's the thing, too. Coaches are young now and they're younger than us. They're at our age. So it's, that's all, you know, but isn't that always a weird thing when you get as you get older? Eventually, you get older than the players that you're rooting for. Then you're the coach age and then the coaches start getting younger than you. And that's when it's yikes. That's when you're looking at immortality. Um, Dan Soder. Very funny comedian. Um, good guy. Who's the other weird friendship? Mike, uh, Sean McVay. Speaking of which, are the Rams-Lions, the game of the weekend. We'll get to that right now. Sean McVay's friends with uh, that guy from the NFL Network. Peter Sargerson or whatever the fuck his name is. Like, good friends with him. Bizarre. But they're young people, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, that was it. That was the big game. Stafford and golf, the rematch. I love it. Uh, I loved the, the game. The, the storyline was amazing. All the Detroit celebrities, Eminem was there. Oh, they love talking about how Eminem, they showed Eminem a lot. And then people on Twitter, how come people aren't complaining about Eminem like they are with Taylor Swift? I wonder why. First of all, shut, shut up. One, we, one, we like Eminem. All right. Two, I'll tell you why. Is it because she's a woman? Yeah, probably. But also, uh, that's what sports fans are. They're 90% men who hate everything. And that was one game. It's not that. I mean, they, they show celebrities all the time. Jack Nicholson at Lakers. Hell, they showed Ashley, they show Ashley Judd at every Kentucky basketball game. People don't people don't mind that because she's a fan. She's up on top. 
T Swift is wearing a new jacket, and she said she's a fucking T Swifties, and she has an army of 10 million 12 year old girls behind her. That's why. I don't get, and then people like, and people like tweeting this out too about Taylor Swift. It's like, I don't get the hatred of Taylor Swift. I don't get how people don't get the hatred. And that's what I don't get. And I'm not even saying it's about her personally. I just don't get how you don't get how people hate things. That's what fucking sports is. Anyway. Goddamn right, Mafia will reunite. She got the Cartiers on. I got the big doms on, Mafia will reunite. Big doms returning to the sidelines tonight for the Philly. I got the uh, the ridiculous Italian flag patch on the hat like Sirianni wears. Uh, Matt Stafford was great last yesterday. They Rams should have won this game, to be honest with you. I'm glad Detroit won, and it was great for the fans and all that. Oh my god! Like I said, it was like World War Two. Like they were crying and like kissing in the streets. You know that shot of the sailor and his girlfriend kissing. Detroit winning a playoff game. Mike Tirico's like, if you know a Lions fan, text them, text them congratulations because they've never gotten a text like this in their life because text messaging didn't exist when Barry Sanders played. Okay, let's slow down the fiber ball here. But they won a game. So. The the Lions, uh, they scored 21 points in the first half. Then they decided, yeah, that'll, that'll do it. They never crossed the 35-yard line of the Rams after seven minutes to go in the second quarter. Pretty mind-blowing. And they won the game. Bad flags either way. So there was an offsides that they didn't call in the Rams that definitely would have gave the Lions a first down and driving another field goal. That was a bad call. But the Rams got fucked too. That, that Stafford got hit three times. He got late hit three times on the same play and stepped on. <laughs> and got destroyed. And then he came back in somehow. Then they're acting like nothing. I think he got hit late so many times that ref didn't know which one to call. So he said, fuck it. He didn't. He didn't call it. And he got stepped on. Sorry, Matt. Welcome back to Detroit, asshole. Stafford was so beat up. He put up so many numbers. And then afterwards in the press conference, uh, McVeigh was like, yeah, I'm happy for uh, Jared Goff, you know. So that's all they want is these quotes. Stafford's up there. He's so beaten. The season's over. Like, uh, your coach just said he was happy for Goff. Are you happy for the fans of Detroit? Who booed them, by the way. The, the, the Detroit fans booed Stafford all game, which or the instruction, which I don't care. I don't mind. I get it. Whatever. You're during the way of Detroit winning a playoff game. They should boo him. Who cares? But also, Stafford shouldn't be happy for them. That was the other thing. <laughs> so afterwards, Stafford's like, yeah, I'm happy for the players. And they're like, yeah, that's a fucking bullshit answer. You know, you're not grateful for the fans. The fans that just booed me. Why would I be happy for them? Because they gave you all for 14 years. You get fucking booed. I can't. I, I just can't believe Philly fans. They got flown into Detroit like that to boo. I only thought Philly fans booed people. That's what. That's what I'm always told. The narrative, like when Bulls fans booed a widow the other night. <laughs> Chicago Bulls fans booed the widow of Jerry Krause, who's been dead since what 2017 or something. 
and then uh, Stacy King's like, you know, we don't do that. That's Philly or New York. No, I, well, actually, you do do that because you're doing it right now. Everybody does. And there's the thing. I mean, I'm not even upset at Bulls fans. I'm upset. Why would I be upset? Like, I, bar I barely even blame Bulls fans for booing. They didn't. Now, now, granted, they didn't know they were booing the widow. They were just booing the name Jerry Krause because that's what they do. Anytime they hear Jerry Krause's name, they boo it. It's just, it's just in, it's ingrained in them, you know. My man, uh, Kelly Dwyer, great basketball writer. He's, a, he's he he made his comparison. He's a, it's like when Luke Long, they introduced Luke Longley, they go Luke Krause, boo. It's just what you do. Now they did it. And then all of a sudden they threw his widow on the screen. Like, oh, fuck, boo. Oh, I mean, hey, hey, there she is. There she goes. <laughs> no, we were trying. Sorry about that. We were booing your dead husband. That wasn't for you. Oh, God, she's crying. Fuck, she's crying. Harper, Harper, can you go hug her? Harper. Yeah, we booed. We, we were booing her dead husband. And they we didn't know she was going to be there. We didn't know she was alive, quite frankly. Why were we booing your dead husband? Because Michael Jordan didn't like him, so we don't like him. That's why. We don't know. We we know Michael Jordan's a sociopath, but he's our sociopath, and we love him, and so we boo you. Granted, Krause did get rid of Phil Jackson for Tim Floyd, so you know what? I'm on the Bulls fans. Fuck, fuck the widow. Boo her. Boo, you rich bitch. JC for KC says, what's up, C. Generous? Good to have you on here. Um, anyway, so the Lions won by one. McVay somehow got outcoached by Dan Campbell. That was insane. He's burning timeouts on offense in the second half. Who, why? Who cares if you get a five-yard delay a game on third and eight, make it third and 13? Who cares? You obviously need those timeouts. Then it comes down to the end, and then they punt the ball with four minutes to go with one timeout, and they never see the ball again. How are you getting out coached by Dan Campbell? Insane. I will say on a third and 14 play there at the end of the game, Puka, who had a monster game, got interfered with twice and late hit on that play too. But eh, whatever. It's in Detroit. I love it. It's in Detroit. It's Motor City, baby. Nothing stopping the Detroit party. All right, let's get into the box. Let me do the thing. Okay, we are back. I did talk a little bit about the Bulls fans with the with the billing. Also, probably a heads up. I would say the the. Bulls PR team, that's who I really put that on. You got to give a heads up to whoever's doing the camera thing. Hey, now listen, we got Krause's widow. Now be warned, they do, the Bulls fans do hate him. You know that? Are you guys aware of that? So, yeah, this could get ugly. But you still want to show uh, an 85-year-old widow? Uh, all right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's not Philly, right? Chicago ain't going to do that. It's not Here's the fucking thing, too, with Philly. When people talk about Philly fans like that. This is how needed Philly fans are for shit like this. Because other fans like to look down 
upon Philly fans. And I get it. It's like a fat person looking down upon someone fatter than them. Instead of looking inward, you look, you, you turn away. Well, at least I'm not that guy. So all sports, all sports fans are ridiculous. But they look down on Philly fans like, well, at least I'm not them. All right. At least we're not booing Santa Claus, or at least we're not eating horse shit or whatever the hell we're doing. But you guys are that. You guys are booing widows. That's what you do. That's fine. But just stop acting like you're above the fray. You boo Matt Stafford. You're not above it. Anyway, we're like Nicholson in the shine. You need us on that wall. You need Philly fans on that wall. I don't give a damn if you was the, which, uh, the manner in which I provide it. If we grease the poles in the manner which, I don't, know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Where was I? In the box. It is Martin Luther King Day. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Happy copy and paste day on Facebook and Twitter. Or X. People like to uh, <laughs> copy and paste your favorite Martin Luther King quote. Or your Marilyn Monroe quote. And put it to the wrong person. Um. Pat McAfee today started a show with uh, Martin Luther King thing and compared it to his show because he tried to get, because he had a, he goes, I have a dream doing this fucking tank top. I have a dream. And saying he was trying to get, he was getting canceled last week by both political parties. So just like Martin Luther King, they rallied. That, that was Martin Luther King's dream. To get through the fracas, to have you get you got canceled. Uh, he was telling this on his uh, Disney platform, yes, his daily Disney ESPN platform. How he was getting canceled by both parties. You know, just what Martin Luther King fought for. We have an election coming up, right? Right, McAfee. You don't know what the what ele- what election are you talking about, McAfee? Tell tell me about the Iowa caucus, McAfee. Tell tell me all about it. Oh, Iowa, Iowa's got a good putter. Good putter, cuzzo. People love, uh, you know, obviously misappropriating the Martin Luther King holiday. I did it with the DraftKings. It is funny to do just because so it's people get so outrageous with it. You have to wait. You see, the problem with Martin Luther King holiday and using it like for your sales, you know, is it, it's too fresh. Martin Luther King is very fresh still as far as history goes. You know, he was murdered, what, in the 60s? So it's not too long ago. It's not like... Uh, president said with Lincoln and Washington were literally centuries ago. So Martin Luther King still has living relatives and generations upon it. So you can't really, you know, that's why that's where it gets dicey. But pretty soon, you know, in another hundred years, he will be a cartoon character, just like the presidents are. But it is always classless, you see. Mattress company, ha- mattress company, one eight hundred mattress having a Martin Luther King sale. I have a dream that my sleep number will get to seventy five. That'd be a good sale. I dream, have a dream on our best attributic mattress of all time, feather quails, and find your. No, <laughs> it was a shining, Bill Cruz. Did I say the shining? I meant. Uh... <laughs> I said a few good men, right? That's what I said. That's what I meant by you need me on that wall. <laughs> did I say the shining? I wish I did. Lane Elliott, Cartier. That's right, buddy. I see you, players. My big dime. We're back. Big dime's back on the sidelines. The Italians are taking the Eagle season back, baby. Um. Oh, God. Italians in Tampa Bay. 
the neon, the neon, the Italians in Florida. I said the shining by accident. Thank you, Bill Cruz. I did not mean the shining. I met a few good men. You need me on that wall, obviously. Why would I say the shining? What the the fuck was that in my head for? Um, Anyway. What was I talking about? Martin Luther King Day. Everyone. It's a weird, have it your way, Martin Luther King. (laughs) Have it your way, MLK. (laughs) That's pretty good, BLK. You know what was weird was uh, why why are uh, this NBA game every Martin Luther King Day? It's all NBA games all day, morning to night, and they have, they do the Atlanta the, the pool there, the Martin Luther King you know tomb and the the, the fountain and all thing. A few good shinings, Eric Terman says. <laughs> um, I just think it's kind of rude to make uh, basketball players work on Martin Luther King Day. In my mind, it should be all hockey play NHL. They should have to work today. Kid, you're making these. You're making the NBA work. I don't know if you put it up what I'm putting down, but the uh, the racial balance between NBA and NHL is pretty vast. I'm saying it'd be respectful to let the NBA have a day off. Not, all right, go to work. Honor the king. Go to work. Go to work, Deontay Murray. Lane Elliott says he likes the Eagles tonight. Did not like what I saw from Tampa Bay last week. I, you can't like what you've seen from either team, to be honest with you. Like my, my main play on that game is the under Lane Elliott. Under 43. I do not see how that thing gets anywhere close to that. Even though both defenses are bad, I think both offenses are broken. Uh, Martin Luther King Day. Growing up, I went to a Catholic school, and we wouldn't get Martin Luther King Day off, which was always weird to us. Like I said, it's a, it's a more – it's a – you know, obviously a fresher holiday. It was a person we've heard of. You know, that's what always made it surprising to us. Like Catholic schools, you know, they make up their own fucking rules. Like, whatever. We'll still give you holidays, but just we'll give you our holidays. We don't, we don't, we don't go by the government. So public school kids would have the day off and they'd beat up, beat us up afterwards after Martin Luther King Day. They actually told us that uh half of your homeroom has to be black or 10%. Then the Jake and his twins transferred in one year. We we thought we had it, but it turned out they they had a vote, and it turned out they had to be mulatto. So we had a half day. Just kidding. I just wanted to see how offensive I could get that joke by what's more offensive, the word mulatto, ten percent, a vote, anything. Uh, but yeah, it was so weird. So we get days off like All Saints Day, you know, the day after Halloween, but we wouldn't get Martin Luther King Day. We're like, what the fuck? Hey, hey, Sister Rosemary Vincent Jackson, can we get Martin Luther King Day off? We we heard of him. And they didn't give a shit. Like, ah, what do you do? Yeah, he led the civil rights movement. Sure, he might have led that movement. But St. Patrick kids led the movement of snakes out of Ireland with a walking stick. So enjoy your candy. Like, what? St. Anthony finds things when they can't be found, when you got to look around. Did the king ever find your car keys? We're, we're eight. We don't have cars. What are you talking about? And also, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, he's not Elvis. 
It's not the king. It's Dr. Martin Luther King. Well, anyway, enjoy your candy. And we did. Um, it's okay. Appropriate your quotes. Get your sales going for Martin Luther King. Thank you, C. Generous, for tuning in. Um, the games I've started uh, tonight. I gave out some bombs in the weekend. We'll be back on Thursday to give out divisional round bombs, and uh, hopefully the snow will go. Um, thank you, everyone. From the live chat, Jason from KC, Bill Cruz, Lane Elliott, everyone else, Eric Turman, Mafia, Ronnie Pasco, Eric Acosta, Wobbly Rooster, Captain Insato, if anyone, ML, if anyone, so Socrates, if anyone wants to check in on Serial, who hasn't been found since the Cowboy disaster, now give him, give, him, give him a couple days. Maybe we'll be back on Thursday. We'll let him go. All right, other than that, let's do it. We're going to see you on Thursday. Thanks, guys. Bye.